Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, our light and our salvation. Amen. Let us prepare for Christ's coming by turning from our sin and seeking God's tender mercy and compassion. Almighty God, we confess that we have sinned against you and against our sisters, brothers, and siblings. Our words and deeds have not proclaimed your reign of justice and truth. We have failed to watch and pray for the signs of your advent among us. Forgive our sin and come quickly to save us. Amen. In the advent of Christ, the dawn from on high breaks upon us with light and healing. Through Jesus Christ, God looks with favor on you and forgives you all your sin. Amen. Blessed are you, God of might and majesty, for you promise to make the desert rejoice and blossom, to watch over the strangers and to set the prisoners free. As we light these candles, satisfy our hunger with your good gifts. Open our eyes to the great things you have done for us and fill us with patience until the coming of the Lord Jesus. O ransomed people of the Lord, come. Let us travel on God's holy way and enter into Zion with singing. Amen.
of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Stir up the wills of all who look to you, Lord God, and strengthen our faith in your coming, that transformed by grace, we may walk in your way. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. God will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For water shall break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come up on it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Word of God, word of life.
reading, a reading from James. Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it until he receives the early and the late rains. You must also be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Beloved, do not grumble against one another, so that you may not be judged. See, the judge is standing at the doors. As an example of suffering and patience, beloved, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Word of God, word of life. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then do you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. During my sabbatical this summer, I took my daughter, Annika, 
to a wonderful retreat center called Holden Village in the Cascade Mountains of Northeast Washington. A few years ago, the village had been surrounded by wildfires and Holden itself was at risk for losing everything and everyone who lives there. Now, thankfully, the village was evacuated and hotshot firefighters came in to save Holden from destruction. Now, this was my first time back to Holden in more than 15 years and certainly my first time back since the fires. And I was shocked by what I saw. Blackened trees, leaves gone, but trunks still standing tall. Spaces for miles that were burnt out, destroyed, it seemed. It was not the thriving green mountainside that I had seen on my other trips to Holden and that I was looking forward to showing off to Annika on her first trip to the mountains. We quickly learned from the staff that though fire is destructive, it is also restorative, that in the wilderness, fire is a good thing, except when it interferes with humans, that fire is expected to happen, that fire needs to happen so that the wilderness can be restored. While we were there, they pointed out signs of new life that were happening all around us. And where I could only see destruction and despair, my eyes were opened to hope and renewal and new life. Now another wilderness place where new life was in full display was in California this last spring. After a long rainy season in the fall and an unusually cold season in the winter, some wilderness areas in California experienced a rare super bloom, an event that was so spectacular that it could even be seen from space. Thousands of tourists showed up to see the amazing colors spread across hills and valleys, various shades of purple and greens and oranges and yellows that covered what was usually a very dry and dusty brown landscape. One writer said, for a few brilliant weeks, the world was transformed into one gorgeous, living Van Gogh landscape. But don't expect that super bloom to happen again in 2020 or anytime soon, because super blooms are super rare and only happen when the earth has laid dormant, looking dead for many years. And harsh, undesirable conditions over the many years pave the way for what that stunning explosion of blooming color and what was once looked dead has come to life, sparking wonder and amazement. And now, in the dead of winter, we get a scripture text from Isaiah that proclaims to those living in exile under the harshest conditions, the unexpected and life-giving good news from God. It says, the wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The eyes of the blind shall be opened the ears of the deaf unstopped, the lame shall leap like deer, and the tongues of the speechless sing for joy. For water shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. Now imagine for a minute this word of hope and promise coming to the people who are in exile, living in despair, just making it from one day to the next, wandering in the desert and wondering where God is in the midst of it all. 
the prophet speaks clearly and prophetically about the Holy One's presence. The desert is blooming with color, it is quenched with fresh waters and lush foliage. The blind people see, the lame skip, the deaf hear music and laughter. So talk about hope in the midst of hopelessness. And don't we need a word like that for us today too? We need to hear again God's promise to make all things new. The season of Advent is a time of hopeful waiting and anticipation. But for some, it is also a season filled with much sadness and hopelessness. Did you know that suicide attempts and admissions to mental health facilities increase during this holiday season? And for those who are waiting with hope and an expectation for their own special baby, but experience pregnancy loss this season, when so much is focused on the birth of a child, it can be downright unbearable. And for those who are receiving cancer treatments or new diagnoses or experiencing job loss or unemployment during the holidays, it feels like a dry desert with nothing blooming on the horizon. I bet we can all relate our own stories of isolation and fear, despair and doubt, and not only during this Advent season. We need to see signs of hope even when surrounded by despair and uncertainty. We need to have our tongues untied to sing songs of praise. We need our ears to be unstopped so we can hear the good news. We need our own eyes refreshed to see God here, now. But like John the Baptist, we get stuck in our own prisons of doubt and despair, and we ask, are you the one, Jesus? Or are we to wait for another? Now, it seems like an odd question coming from John. He's the one who knew Jesus was the Messiah even before he was born, when he leapt in his mother's womb. John was the one who announced, see, someone is coming who's greater. John is the one who had his whole life pointed to Jesus as the promised one. And now, from his prison cell, he wonders, where's God? Is this it? And Jesus responds with love and compassion, not judgment. Instead of saying, you know that I am, or simply saying, yes, Jesus says, look around you. Tell what you see and hear. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear and the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. Jesus encourages John, and therefore us too, to notice the unexpected ways that God is near, to see with our own eyes and hear with our own ears and experience in our own lives the powerful and often surprising ways that God, that the one who is to come, is already here among us now. In this great children's book, maybe God is like that too, a young boy wonders where to find God in the city. His grandma reminds him that he just needs to know where to look. And she says, wherever you see love, joy, and peace, God is there. Wherever there's patience, kindness, and goodness, 
God is there too. When you see faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, that's God's spirit at work. And then he gets, and then at school he gets a hug from grandma before saying goodbye and he says, that's what love looks like to me. Maybe God is like that too. And then on the swings, he pumps his legs so fiercely that the swing goes up higher and higher. And he laughs with delight. And he says, that's what joy looks like to me. Maybe God is like that too. And throughout the book, he names regular, everyday interactions that look like peace and patience, kindness, faithfulness. And each time he declares, maybe God is like that too. The book ends, I never, no, not never. (laughs) The book ends, I saw God over and over again today. I saw God's spirit at work. I didn't see God the way I see my friends or the streetlights or the river. But I see God's spirit all around me here in the city. Whether the wilderness that we experience is here in the city or in a burned down yet thriving mountains in Northeast Washington or the desert blooming in the Southwest or the wilderness experienced by wilderness life experienced by John the Baptist or in a community of faith and a meal of bread and wine, God's life-giving spirit is all around us. Look around you. Tell what you see and hear. God is giving us rare signs of super blooms and unexpected surprises all along the way. Amen.
Longing for Christ's coming, let us pray for the church, those in need, and all of God's creation. Holy God, we rejoice that your promises take on flesh in Jesus. Grant patience to your church, awaiting the fulfillment of your reign of justice and peace. Restore in us the hope that we are called to proclaim to the world. Let us pray. Life-giving God, we rejoice that you coax flowers from the desert and water from the wilderness. Send rain to parched fields and sun to flooded plains. Nurture all that lies sleeping under frozen ground. Let us pray. Almighty God, we rejoice in your authority as Prince of Peace. Deliver us from those who wield power through unjust and oppressive ways. Raise up prophets to speak your truth in this and every nation. Let us pray. Gracious God, we rejoice that you dwell in human bodies. Renew signs of your joyful presence in people of all shapes, sizes, ages, and abilities. We pray especially for Mark, Leon, and those we name aloud or in our hearts. Empower all to embrace their callings and the gifts of your spirit. Let us pray. Eternal God, we rejoice that all who die in Christ are raised to new life. We give thanks for the lives of Blessed Mary and all those who have prepared the way for us and have now joined the great cloud of witnesses. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Sustain us in your promises, faithful God, as we watch and wait for your coming among us in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Peace of Christ be with you always. During these beautiful Advent days of watching and waiting, we welcome you as Christ welcomes us. And therefore, whatever your backgrounds or identity, racial or ethnic, gender or sexual, socioeconomic or political, religious or spiritual, we together are one in God's mercy and grace, and we welcome you warmly. There are yellow slips in the offering uh, in the pew rack. We invite newcomers to fill those out and place them in the offering on the way to communion. And if you have time to please join us for our social time, which will be held in this part of the church, will be served here, and then we'll uh, surround the other areas of the space as well. At the back of the church, we have several items that you might 
enjoy as giving as gifts to someone who you haven't yet thought of something for. So we have a number of books related to our anti-racism emphasis. We have some Spark story bibles, which could be for a child in your life, perhaps even a godchild or grandchild. And then if you come since 2011, you may not have the Holy Trinity cookbook, Cook with Joy. So um, my favorite recipe in here is the, our famous Easter Vigil Swedish meatballs. It comes from Pastor Michelle, and she basically says, buy two packages of Ikea meatballs. <laughs> empty, empty contents into a crock pot. Make gravy according to the package directions and turn on the crock pot. They're not all like that. <laughs> Many are very creative, but if you do not have this, there are some in the back, and you're welcome to um, use the uh, envelope at the back to, if you have some cash with you, or to give online, or I see Vink, um, Vem, Vem, Venmo. It's called Venmo. <laughs> it's called Venmo. <laughs> Boomer. <laughs> On the back of the bulletin, you're also invited to use that. If you'll turn with me to page 15, Please note our Christmas services coming up, but I want to particularly point out on January 5th, our primary service that day will be our epiphany service with choir and children and the three magi. And please note that 11, at 11 o'clock, it will simply be a very short half hour service if you're unable to come at nine, but there'll be a brunch after that service as well. On page 16, note there's more opportunities for the giving tree and it explains how to do that. Also, as Pastor Sevig mentioned, many people feel kind of blue this time of year for a lot of reasons. And at our South Loop site, we invite you to come to that blue Christmas service this coming Thursday at 6.30 if you'd like to be refreshed with being in a community that acknowledges that. Page 19 also is, welcomes your Christmas sponsorship for our trees and flowers and the Epiphany Festival. We now continue with the hymn on page 8, All Earth is Hopeful.
mysterious God, in the beginning the darkness waited and you created light. Sarah and Abraham waited for a future and you sent descendants greater than the stars. The Hebrew slaves waited for rescue and you sent Miriam and Moses to enact your liberation. Israel waited in exile for renewal and you empowered prophets and poets with your life-giving speech. As the whole world groaned in waiting for release and rebirth, you sent Jesus born of strong Mary, fathered by humble Joseph, incarnate in our humility, in solidarity with the suffering and the poor, full of wisdom and grace for all. Blessed be God forever. Blessed be God forever. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Hoping beyond hope, we proclaim the mystery of faith. <laughs> Remembering all your promises. 
promises fulfilled in Jesus' body given for the beloved universe, in the great hope of the resurrection, and in all that is to come by your mercy. With eager expectation, we cry out, Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Send your spirit into this broken world, into our hopeful, imperfect gathering. And on this sacred bread and wine, so we may be healed and whole again, and be filled with the courage to love. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. All praise to you, Holy God, through Christ Jesus, by your Spirit, here and now and until the end of time. of Christ, let us pray as Jesus taught us. fills the hungry with good things. Taste and see that the Lord is good.
us pray. God, for whom we wait, in this meal you give us a foretaste of that day when the hungry will be fed with good things. Send us forth to make known your deeds and to proclaim the greatness of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Christ, the Son of Righteousness, shine upon you and bring you to the dawn of God's radiant grace. And may God bless you now and forever. In the strong name of the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. Go in peace, prepare the way of the Lord.